Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome to October's very own The Podcast about Drake. Every episode about Drake, nothing but Drake. This is Dan Ozzy from Noisy. With me is the editor-in-chief of Noisy, Eric Sunderman. Hi. And also joining us today is Hillary Pollock, who's an editor at Munchies Vice's food site. Hi, guys. And we invited Hillary, a food expert, on because we're going to be talking about uh, Drake's diet. What does Drake eat? What does Drake eat? And I brought a bunch of Drake's cakes like devil dogs and yodels and app. there's a lot here. Yeah, we I, got a lot. Yeah. Of, there's a lot of stuff here. I spent three hundred dollars. A on bounty. Snacks. Yeah, a ba- there's a <laughs> yeah. bounty of plastic wrapped food. But I didn't know. I'm a New Yorker, and I thought Drake's cakes were like a countrywide thing, and nobody else in this room, including our producer Sophie, has any clue what I'm talking about. Well, I have heard of Drake's. Um, but I wasn't sure if they still existed because the reason I've heard of them was this VHS tape that my mom purchased for me when we were kids of 1950s commercials. One of the commercials was for Drake's Chocolate Yodels, which are right in front of me right now, um, which are literally identical to Ho-Ho's. Uh, so it's unclear which came first, the Ho-Ho or the Yodel. Hmm. But my only frame of reference for Drake's uh, pastries... Which, to be clear, this isn't Drake the Rapper's... But yeah. He's not in no For way the record, affiliated with Drake. This. The rapper is no way affiliated. Yeah, we keep with saying Drake. It's not cakes. It's to the our brand. Knowledge. The um, brand is seems as far as we know. The brand is some sort of like deranged goose chef. Yeah, there's like something. Oh man. Well, you know what Drake? The word Drake means Wait, a male dog. Th- these say ah. sell by October third. Do you guys what know that? Year? 2017. That's uh, tomorrow. I mean, like that's a suggestion. No, that's actually a month ago. I mean, yeah, that's a month ago. That's all right. <laughs> oh wait, this I one's feel... good for another week. The cherry pie is good for another well, week. Well, I just want to mention that the uh, this these took a long time to find. I had to go to like twelve different bodegas and stuff to get these, and like I think this is a conspiracy by Little Debbie and Hostess to get Drake out of here. I think this push is, him out to paint. This sounds like some standard bodega um, price slashing, maybe. Yeah. But well, this one's good for another like. 10 days so I'm going to eat this while we're you know that eating people love eating on a podcast yeah, they love sure, to hear that yeah they love to hear that um Hillary where do you even want to start what is what does Drake eat what's his diet like well eat some yodels when you guys uh sort of pitched the idea to me of talking about Drake's diet yeah. I mean uh-huh. <laughs> Go on. How, how's that pastry, That's by so the way? Good. It's so good. Uh-huh. Um there's so many different talking points but my the first thing that came to mind for me was that Drake loves the Cheesecake Factory because I love the Cheesecake Factory. Wait, how do you know he loves the Cheesecake Factory? Because 
he speaks in one of his songs about getting into a fight at the Cheesecake Factory and then proceeded to record a music video of sorts, or just a video, I guess you would say, of him getting into a fight with Tyra Banks, his real-life ex-girlfriend, at the what? Cheesecake Factory. I'm learning so much about Drake right now. Yeah. yeah. And then I think she smashes food in his face in the video. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what happens. What song is that? Um, I am not entirely sure, but I, which I'm we'll sorry to up. tell you because yeah. I am more of a Cheesecake Factory fan than a Drake fan, but I feel like as a Degrassi fan through osmosis, I've learned a lot of fun facts about Drake, um, just keeping, keeping abreast of his whereabouts. So he loves the cheesecake, cheesecake Factory, which makes perfect sense because the Cheesecake Factory is like everything that he is. He is the Cheesecake he Factory. He is the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. What do you 100%. Th- what do you think he gets at the cheesecake? Oh yeah, this is child's play. I bet you he gets the, the, oh, okay. the shrimp angel hair pasta. Yeah. I mean that that is so I mean let's talk about that. Why why do you guys think that that the cheesecake factory is the perfect uh, restaurant representation for Drake? Because I actually have some strong I have a strong argument to make about this. Drake is good but not in a way that is elevated to the extent that it becomes sort of inaccessible to the, the every man, the every woman, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Drake has feelings, just like Cheesecake Factory has nice flavors, but they aren't so overpowering that Drake would lose an audience rather than continue to gain an audience. Yeah. Same with Cheesecake Factory. The menu is so big. The menu is like 32 pages long or something. Oh. Um, there's something for everyone. And they have a whole mojitos menu and... Drake likes sweet drinks, as we know. Right. Yeah, I feel the same way. I think that because what what is it safe to say that the Cheesecake Factory is like if you took like Applebee's and just like classed it up a little bit, right? Well, okay. Here's another thing. Well, wasn't it wasn't it started by like a guy who owned a bunch of strip clubs or something? No, Cheesecake Factory is very wholesome. No, 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 no. Broadly, Mitchell at Broadly did a story about it. It was started by a guy who like modeled it after the business model of like. Strip clubs and whatnot. Well, the first one was in Beverly Hills, which makes sense because I feel like Beverly Hills is a very Drake, Drake-ish place. Like, yeah. just kind of like lowest common denominator luxury, you know? Absolutely. You're really going hard on Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, <Louise>. <laughs> this <laughs> is harder than we usually yeah. get. I mean, no, but I think, it, I think it's probably listening. At I think point. it's representative, too, because it's like you, like, if you go to the mall, you know, you can, like, go to the Cheesecake Factory. And to me, it's like Drake's music is... You, that's like mall music. No disrespect. I'm a big Drake stan, but like you know, I like if you're shopping in the mall, you're walking from your American Eagle to you the big Gap. Cheesecake Factory fan uh, or no? I like the Cheesecake Factory. Okay, yeah. so let's say you can never go to the Cheesecake okay. Factory again, but. You can you can hear Drake. You can continue to hear new good music from Drake, but you can never go to the Cheesecake Factory again. I'm taking Drake's music over okay. the Cheesecake Factory. Okay, you never get to hear a Drake song again, but you can go to the Cheesecake Factory as many times as you wish. I don't want that. You take Drake over. I would take yeah, one hundred percent. Once again, I love Drake. I'm here. I'm standing. Um, Drake, if you're listening, we don't mean to offend. Uh, Drake, if you're listening, we'll go to the Cheesecake <laughs> yeah. Factory with you. Drake, I really like you, and I really like the Cheesecake yeah. Factory. Just a bunch of fans. Yeah, of just the a bunch Drake of fans. and the Cheesecake Factory here. But I think it's it is it is telling though that it, that that the that he loves the Cheesecake Factory because it's just it makes so much goddamn sense. You think he's ever taken Tyra? Well. Did yeah. he ever really take Tyra Banks to the Cheesecake well, Factory? Because I, I love the idea of like Drake 
being like, oh, Tyra, we're going out tonight. And then they go to the Cheesecake Factory, and Tyra's like, what the fuck? Well, I think Tyra would be down. Tyra, really? like, so I used to watch America's Next Top Model, and mm. Tyra was very sort of, she would have moments where she just kind of, like, put a little put a little voice on and be like, girl, I love ribs, or something. Like, she would kind of get into this mode where she was like, I may be a rich, super successful supermodel who like has my own TV show and all this stuff, but she liked to like sort of level with the models because most of them were like broke 19 year olds and be like, I like cheeseburgers, you know? So I think she is also kind of like a populist in a lot of ways. I, I think she would both... pretend that she was having a good time at the Cheesecake Factory, but I don't down. think she would really be having a good time at the Cheesecake no. Factory. She would, I think. I don't see Tyra being super into eating at like three Michelin star restaurants. You know what I mean? Do they have like a special table for celebs at the Hollywood? They must. Uh, cheesecake Factory. And follow question: Who has eaten there before? The Kardashians, for sure. Ooh. They are huge fans. I, I, bet I Rob think Kardashian Mitchell mentioned that. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got to be honest. I don't know how I'm feeling on this yodel. Honestly, like, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit weird. Me out. Uh, they, my my stomach is is not feeling too good right now. But we're gonna keep going. I want, and there, here's the conundrum: is there's one more, I'm, and I want to eat it. Please don't eat it. When we're just gonna throw it out. <laughs> She'll have it. I think our producer Sophie's gonna have that. <laughs> um, well, what else? So, well, I, but before we came here, I googled Drake and food. Hillary, by the way, came with three pages of notes, like a some kind of OCD nerd. I, I I'm just gonna. Here's what came up when I when I searched. One, there was that story from a while back. Remember when he said that he had food poisoning and he couldn't do the show? Remember yeah. that? Oh yeah. But a lot of people right. thought he uh, yeah. got a little off the. He got, too, he got too baked. Yeah. Is that what they think? Yeah. He got too stoned to do a show. Because it was in Amsterdam, remember? Yeah. And everybody was like, oh, okay, you had bad sushi, Drake. Okay. What an amateur. Um, then I found something on MT, uh, where uh, where uh, Jonah Hill uh, told a story of one time on The Tonight Show about how, uh, what a delightful and interesting story this is. He uh, was supposed to be keeping a food diary for his doctor about, like, what he eats and his diet and stuff. And he, like, sent it off to his doctor, and he didn't get a response. And he's like, oh, that was weird. And then he, like, looked in his scent, and he put D-R, and it just autofilled it to Drake, who he had met, like, two times. So, like, Drake got Jonah Hill's food diary. That's super interesting. Wow. Thank you for the gripping story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, it was it was interesting on Jimmy Fallon. It's even more inter- interesting when I, a nobody, am retelling it on this podcast. But then I found a thing called uh, Spoon University. Do you know what that is, Hillary? You're I do know what blogger. that is. Okay. Yes. It's a food blog? It's a food, food blog for young people. It's not um, a real accredited university. Not to my knowledge, okay. no. Um, right. No, I believe it's, it's more a like like a site to get right. young young peeps interested in food related topics. Well, they had a here's a food related topic that appeals to young people. Fifteen Drake lyrics that prove he's secretly a foodie. All right, shall we dig in? Sure. <laughs> I, I'm yeah, absolutely. Let's on get into it. Make me proud. He says running on a treadmill and only eating salad sounds so smart. Like you graduated college, so. That's not a foodie no. thing, though. That like salad. I'm hey, not. A, I'm not a foodie. Look, but I know what I didn't salad write is. this article. The professors at Spoon University <laughs> wrote this article. Well, the academics. The, the academics, academics at Spoon University. Uh, what else do they got? They got uh, 
Well, you before we even say you you brought on your sheets of talking points. Sorry, you I'm had, a psychopath. No, no, that's okay. You're overprepared. I like it. You had uh, hands down the best lyrics from Best I Ever Had, which I am inclined to agree with you. You could have my heart or we could share it like the last slice. I thought that was beautiful. That was the first Drake song I ever heard yeah. in 2009 when his rap career was still fledgling a mere two years after he last appeared on Degrassi The Next Generation. Yeah. And I was surprised by some of the this sort of more adult themes in that song, but I thought that this was a very sweet and tender um, way of metaphorizing pizza and romance. It's sweet, and the last slice is very coveted. It's he's, true. He's yeah. not greedy. I mean, that's like a perfect Drake lyric too, where it just takes like something mundane and like day to day, and like very much not at all a traditional rap yeah. line, and then turns it into something that's like kind of. You know, kind of poetic and, and it also beautiful. Continues my theory that Drake is a thirteen-year-old boy because this is like how a thirteen-year-old boy would win a girl over. Yeah. Like, oh, we could split a slice of pizza. He's yeah. frozen in time. Is Jimmy <laughs> yeah, Brooks. arrested. Development. What kind of pizza do you think he gets or likes? Um, he's not a vegan or anything that we know no, of, right? No, no, he loves Italian food. This is a fact. Every all my sources. Point strongly towards him liking Italian food. To be fair, though, who doesn't like Italian food? Yeah, who doesn't mm, like Italian? It's been known. Some people. Some people are on a low carb. Disgusting. He's not low carb. Mm. No, he's not low carb. He eats too many carbs. I bet the pizza he likes. I bet he likes either. I bet he likes California Pizza Kitchen. Bet you anything. Which the sucks. Bar- the barbecue chicken pizza or uh-huh. the Peking duck pizza yeah, from, it bar- sucks. from Wait, hold on. I'm sorry, Hillary. I don't mean to interrupt you, but Eric's being an idiot. It's good. California pizza kiss and California pizza sucks, in my opinion. Look, you're a New Yorker. Eric's from Iowa. I'm from California. We're going to have differing opinions on this. You guys had never even heard of Drake's until 10 minutes ago. Lies. I told you as a kid. I saw I it in a video. I feel so well about Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm honestly, really I want, I, I want it to be clear right now that I feel weird yeah, what after are the eating expiration dates on these devil Guys, how bad is it? Are you guys like, I just, it's not bad, bad. It's just, like, I just like you know feel a little see, off. You know when you see the expiration date and then it gets in your head? And you're like, ooh. I also ooh. bought it at like a really questionable bodega. I mean, okay. Shout out to New York City. If it makes you feel better. this is sell by today also. What are the odds that it's sell-by today? Probably pretty high. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Most sell-by dates err on the side of caution. Totally. Those, I bet that would be good five years from now. That Twinkies day. are supposed to last forever, and exactly. these are essentially chocolate Twinkies. So. Uh. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. All right, wait, I have another lyric. I think, well, yeah. all right, let's do it. Uh, this is from Come Through. Uh, quote, someone put that, put an order in for a chicken, which is a great start to a stanza. Told my girl to order in, I need the kitchen. 
Yeah, they know I got the hookup. They just wait on me to cook up. Baby, I heat up the stove. You do the dishes, you know? I don't get this at all. Yeah, I don't get it either. If it was an edgier rapper, I think this was about making crack. But with him, I yeah, think it's I supposed to be like a sexual metaphor. It's just not not working. I kind of fuck with it, though. When, <laughs> when he says, I need the kitchen, I imagine he has like a bake-off to get ready for it. It was trying to be sexy, but like he just has like a charity brownie <laughs> thing that he has to make. Um, charity brownie. That was a little <laughs> opaque, a little mysterious. Yeah, I don't get that one. I feel like the stove oven thing, like that's a pretty, pretty well-tread um, metaphor for, you know, warming up a lady's uh, libido, Mm. but the rest of it, I don't have no idea what he's talking about. Um, This is from Thank Me Now. Do I ever come up in discussion over double pump lattes and low-fat muffins? Do I? And that's I, perfect because basic like chicks a, love Drake. And so then I love, like, I love how internet-y this is with no disrespect, again, to the scholars at Spoon University. But the person wrote, yes, just yes, you come up in many discussions, especially when I'm sipping caramel lattes and chowing on blueberry muffins. <laughs> chowing? Low fat, by the way. Low yeah, fat. low fat muffins. I mean, that's some good shit right there. Can I just say that I think that Drake is probably a phenomenal cook? Really? What gives you that idea? I don't know. He just has that vibe. Like, I, I think that, like, think about his sweater game and think about, like, him in the kitchen wearing one of those sweaters and, like, pouring, like, a nice red wine or something mm. and, like, entertaining. He's a like, dad. I'll bet, he, he, I'll bet he, he took a cooking class at one Oh, 100%. Point, right? Yeah. And I don't mean this in any negative way. Like, I, I wish that I could cook as good as Drake can probably cook. Drake, if you're listening... Cook for us. Come, yeah. cook us a meal. Now, come, come on, munchies. Sick. Make some spaghetti and meatballs. Like, some I, yeah, I bet he's got like some fire, like old family recipes, like uh, that have to do well, with pasta. He's Canadian, like, so do you think he cooks poutine a lot? I want to know if he makes Jewish food. I actually tried like to look masa. this up when I was yeah. doing some research for this podcast mm-hmm. because I'm a psychopath. <laughs> um, I was really because I in the hell yeah fucking right video. Uh, that's the one where he's, it's at his bar mitzvah, right? Yeah, he's okay. thrusted a lot. Yeah, he's yeah. doing some some Jewish stuff. And so I was really curious about, like, did he ever eat matzo ball soup? Uh, does he like del? He seems like he would like deli. Probably. I mean, I'm I'm I I feel like I can't really speak on on Drake's Jewishness because I'm not. Nor can I. Jewish, but I, I would imagine so. Yeah, that's that was actually one of my like I'm thinking about if he would cook something. Are they family recipes or is he – I think he, like, thinks of himself as a gourmand. I bet mm. he would make, like, salmon with asparagus well, absolutely. and orzo. And this is why he loves the Cheesecake Factory. Gourmet yes. and gourmand. Yes. I think he's more of a gourmet. Or gourmet is, like, the finer f- foods. Gourmand is just, like, you just like to eat. I mean, but that's the thing is I think he does just like to eat and doesn't actually – like, I bet – like there's sort of a difference when people call him a foodie. For mm. instance, this article that he you're consulting that. for he the lyrics. Loves that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he probably is stoked to be called a foodie. But the thing is, there's like ultimately just sort of a love of this the gourmet elements of the food. For example, ordering lobster for the sake of ordering lobster, mm. as opposed to being like what I think of as a foodie, which is like going to all these weird holes in the wall looking for like really good like Vietnamese food or something. Right, right. Or like you know, trying a bunch of different, having a hot sauce collection, well, stuff like that. You to know? that point, can I just say that you were both had your assumptions confirmed by this article on Eater.com, which mentioned that he mentioned, he dropped a, a lyric that mentioned the Italian-American restaurant Carbone, 
which I've never been to. Hillary, you... very nice place. Okay, never been. is it? No, yeah, I've, if it's nice, I've not been there. But uh, I it, last table left in Carbone. Colin plays on a rotary phone. So Colin plays on a rotary phone. How about that? Can we talk about Drake's restaurant? Absolutely. I want to talk about Frings. Didn't even know he had a restaurant. Here's the thing about Frings. He does not technically own Frings. It's in Toronto. It's right? in Toronto. It is in Toronto, okay. yeah. But he named it. And <laughs> it's... Uh, I was like, oh, that, what a dumb name. I was in Toronto over the holidays, and I wanted to go to Frings really bad. And I just, I never did. Mm-hmm. And I, that I didn't go because I was told... I believe it was Jabari, our, the Noisy Canada editor, told me that it's a bad place to go. It's a bad place to go. Don't go there. What kind of food it's is it? Bad. Well, uh, I did a little bit of research, and um, at Frings, uh, Eater, the popular restaurant uh, review and food it, yeah. news mm-hmm. website, it's no munchies. Um, they said that it reads like a who's who list of mid aughts culinary trends with dishes, dishes such as avocado toast, a kale Caesar salad, maple glazed fried chicken, and grilled octopus, plus a twenty dollars side of truffle fries. Can you read that first line? Twenty dollars for the truffle fries? Which part? The first line that you said. Can you read that? The eater, the part where it's Yeah, yeah, eater. can you just read that again? Um, sure. Uh, the website Eater, mm-hmm. of which you may be familiar. Yes, no, I know this um, part. Says in a, I believe it was a 2015 article about Frings, uh, that it, quote unquote, reads like a who's who list of mid-aughts culinary trends. So wait, yeah, that part. Yeah. Is that a compliment or is that no. an insult? Oh, okay, I can tell. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's sort of like, the thing with truffle fries, in the food media world, truffle fries are sort of like... Eye, eye rolling. I realize you can't see me rolling yeah. your eyes if you're listening to this as a podcast, but this is how I know like, I'm not a foodie because I fucking love trouble fries. It's not that they're bad, <laughs> but they're sort of the precursor to what would now be like avocado toast in terms of the men. Also the, a fan. The, <laughs> not saying it's bad. It doesn't taste bad. It's not a bad dish. It's just it becomes sort of this ubiquitous thing where it's like otherwise, fire. yeah, like it would be. If you're at a restaurant no and they're playing a bunch of like top forty, then they throw in an arcade fire song where they're like, "See, we get right. it. We're edgy. We have we taste. Know about bony bear. Right. We know about <laughs> truffle fries. We know about avocado toast. So that's kind of the thing about Frings. Is it sounds like the kale Caesar, same thing. Like, see, we get it. We yeah. we read the internet. People like kale. We're on trends. We got kale. Yeah. So it's something that like. It's sort of like you you throw it on the menu so that it's there so that people can order it and feel fancy, but it's not because it actually needs to be on like the menu of every single restaurant in any given city. You know what I mean? So what else is on the on the uh, menu for Frings? Well, they mentioned or, or this, what else uh, is notable about Frings? Well, my friend um, happened to have go to Fr- happened to go to Frings a couple months ago, and she sent me a dimly lit picture of their cocktail menu. So the ambiance there is very romantic. Surely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I believe She's that I... She's taking a dim photo. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I believe actually a different article I read about it said that it was supposed to be like a a white tablecloth restaurant with no tablecloths. Mm-hmm. So it's supposed to be like casual, cool, but with a little bit of a little bit of upscale, you know, flavor. Eric, um, being uh-huh. the two music writers here, do you not know what the fuck Hillary is talking about no, right I now? Not, I think <laughs> like, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. I, I don't get this at all. I, I don't read the, about food ever. I just eat it. Well, You don't read munchies.vice.com? Yeah, man. Well, I read munchies all the time. Thanks, guys. Well, I do. <laughs> I don't um, read it as much Dan as Ozzy has written some articles about Taco Bell, so yeah, he actually yeah. is no, technically I, a food Taco writer. Bell is like my speed. I get that. Uh-huh. But when you start talking about white Tablecloths without 
without table the tablecloth. What, what are you talking about? Dan, you know what that means. A Come white on, tablecloth restaurant. A, <laughs> a white tablecloth without a white tablecloth is just a regular table. What are you talking about? Yeah, but about? it's trying to, it's trying to, it's like, it's like, wearing, like, I don't know, like you could wear, also, it's like wearing black jeans. What? Now you lost me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was really going with that, but I want to know more about the drink set for Okay. So like a white tablecloth restaurant, like they probably have like a, a waiter who like, you probably have a, a your what? Water glass is probably like on a stem, and then they like keep refilling it. Mm. You know, very maybe the waiter's wearing like a vest or something. Okay, but I'm I guess. A, a pause. I'm eating a Drake's cherry fruit pie. You are right self-punishing. You are self-flagellating. I'm kind of uncomfortable um, from the yodel. So the drink menu. So there's an entire section on the menu devoted to Virginia Black cocktails, which is Drake's whiskey, which Eric and I actually sampled together when it was first released. I got all fucked up on that. We actually all left that shoot <laughs> we so gotta, wasted. We gotta do I went home with that. I went home and I pat I, I walked downstairs from the shoot and we we had, we drank a, almost a full bottle between like four of us. We're trashed. In like thirty minutes. So obviously we got lit as hell, and I walked downstairs through the edit room, and I was just like yelling. I don't really remember it. Then I went home and passed out for like four hours, and woke up at like ten thirty, and was like, "What the fuck happened?" <laughs> yeah, that was a very disconcerting actually tasting because I think we all thought we were just gonna have like a few sips of it and then talk about it, and somehow we ended up drinking like four cocktails each on an empty stomach because it was like five p.m. Mm-hmm. And I too remember le- I don't I can't even remember what I did after. Maybe I was blacked out. I don't know. But like I remember leaving that shoot and being like, I feel a little uncomfortable being this drunk at work. I was full on fucking hammered. Like, yeah. I'm- <laughs> <laughs> There's video of this, by the way, if you want to look on Daily Vice and yeah. see us um, doing this. Which actually, I don't know if I want anyone to. Look well, at in that, our in our but... limited time, what else? What else is okay. on the, what's on the, the drink cocktail menu? menu. At, okay, uh, so she's got these flickers or whatever. There's it's these cocktails. They're eighteen dollars each. They're. F- I don't know if this is still the menu, but this was the menu a few months ago. $18 a piece, four different cocktails made with... Fuck to ass, this, dude. Drake. Fuck to this. Dang this. You gotta remember that we're um, talking Canadian prices, by the way. <laughs> oh, you know what? That's yeah. actually a really good point. You, yeah, yeah, so yeah. $18 cocktail would be like, what, like a $13 cocktail here in New York? $28. I mean, I'm not like a human currency exchange. The other way. <laughs> How much no, do you think no. the difference is? Big? Thir- $30. Little? No, it wouldn't. No! That's <laughs> <laughs> not what it did. <laughs> oh looking, I mean, these are probably like, you know, Manhattan prices, so it'd be like $15. Maybe 15 bucks, yeah. Okay. Um, so the first drink is called... Which, for the record, is still too much. That's, yeah. I mean, cocktail prices, they've surged out of control. There's no doubt about that, and this really exemplifies that. So I can't believe you guys are still eating those. You all look, you look so miserable. Yeah, like, it's unbelievable. I, I'm going to take a nap after this podcast, if I'm being honest. Like, I, we have another one, but I feel like we should just cancel it. I don't feel, feel up to gross. it. gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Maybe this is the end of the podcast. <laughs> Maybe no. we'll just get food poisoning. And we won't have an episode for From five drinks. days. But, okay, wait, before we go, you got, you got to read the, uh, right. the drink names because they're fucking hilarious. Okay, so we got a couple of these very drakey uh Names for cocktails. So one is the Aubrey Palmer, which is clearly a wink-wink yeah. take on the That's Arnold the, Palmer. Yeah, Dan, I don't know if you dead. know this, but Drake's real first name. Yeah, is, I knew that, and, and I know Aubrey. Arnold Palmer is dead, so that's disrespectful. I, this ahead. might be from before he was dead, because didn't okay. he just die a few months ago? Yeah, he this, did. This might he be did. from before. All right, all right. Benefit of um, so the Aubrey Palmer is. Uh, it sounds extremely sweet. It's made with Virginia black whiskey, obviously, mango lemonade, peach tea, cherry essence, and rosemary. Oh, so it's like a little right. bit of sugar bomb. But as we know, Drake loves white wine spritzers, so he likes sweet stuff. What else we got? Um, we got the worst behavior, which is also Virginia black whiskey, 
Chambord, <laughs> which is a raspberry liqueur, honey, pomegranate, and blueberry juice, rhubarb, and basil. So like five sweet, different sweet things. Eric's dying, just so everyone knows. It's tough eating these Drake cakes. <laughs> had to have been like 4,000 calories of Drake. I'm All right, what else? Because we're going to wrap up here. All right, we just got two more here. Neither of them have the cool, cute names. Well, actually, there is one that doesn't have Virginia Black in it called the proper ting, which doesn't, doesn't he like those yeah, Jamaican terms, t- the tings? ting, yeah, yeah, he says ting a lot. That one's gin, thyme, egg whites, fresh lime, and strawberry juice. There's actually not a single drink on here that doesn't have like five different kinds of sweet things in it. We got a raspberry mojito. Um Made interestingly made with whiskey, even though traditionally mojitos are definitely made with rum, but mm-hmm. sure. Um, with lime cordial, raspberries, fresh lime, mint, and Perrier sparkling. That's so sick. Uh-huh. They put Perrier sparkling. Like I love it. Like they gotta like name check Perrier. Um, uh well, I feel like we've learned a lot in this episode about I feel like we've plugged Drake's restaurant a lot in yeah. this episode. Which he doesn't actually own. He doesn't know, actually so. own. So he's he's profiting. He nothing just named from this. it. Okay. Yeah. Well, Drake, if you ever want to meet us at Flick, Flickies, Frings, Frings, it sounds like one of those restaurants that's like uh, from Office Space where they're like, oh, you want to go to Chotsky's <laughs> or Flingers? Yeah, let's go to Frings. It's got a bunch of crazy crap on the wall and the waitresses wear flair. Yeah, it does that totally sound like one of those. Anyways, well, have us up to Frings, Drake. We would love to set up our podcast shop, record an episode there, maybe get some... Uh, truffle fries. Truffle fries, yeah. yeah. I, I want a truffle fries and I want an Aubrey... Palmer. We'll bring the Drake's coffee cakes. Anyways, this has been, I guess, another episode of October's Very Own, where we accomplished nothing, but we talked about Drake. So, see you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com Let's get this dinner party started.